Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. New glasses, new perspectives, forgiveness creates new glasses, new perspectives. And this is episode 650. We're halfway to 700. I'm excited about that and grateful for the opportunity to share this time with you. Remember, and I remind you constantly, this podcast is about helping you create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. We can't do that unless we're unburdened, or we can certainly do it a lot better when we're not carrying extra baggage. And forgiveness, these 18 episodes, and this is the 12th one of those, is about unburdening your soul, unburdening it from anger and bitterness toward others who have hurt you and unburdening it from rage and self-loathing and negativity toward yourself because of those you've hurt. That's true even if those you have hurt don't want to accept your changes or those that hurt you don't even care and haven't changed at all. You can unburden yourself by forgiving them and no longer carrying bitterness and negativity. And I repeat this often, but I want to make sure there's no suggestion here that you pretend things didn't happen or you put yourself in any danger or return to a negative situation or any of that. But forgiveness is an energetic choice to no longer allow the things of the past to have power in the present. So if someone hurt you and you forgive them, you're taking away the power of that old incident to continue to hurt you. Or if you hurt someone else and you forgive yourself, then you take away the power of that old thing to continue in the present. Now, there's a difference, and I want to make sure this is clear. If someone has hurt you and you forgive them and they don't care that they've done that, they haven't changed at all, you can do that unilaterally. They don't have to change for you to forgive them. You might want to, you know, Take more extra care, stay away, do whatever you need to do to protect yourself. In the other case, where you have done something to hurt others, you can't forgive yourself unless you have changed. Okay, self-forgiveness in that case would be self-excusement or whatever that is. That would be pretending things away, like, well, whatever I did didn't matter. That's not true. If you truly did something that was wrong and you hurt someone, let's say I used yesterday the example of being unfaithful in a relationship. If you continue to do that, maybe that relationship's destroyed and you have a new relationship. And if you continue that kind of behavior, then you're not a different person. And forgiving yourself is pointless because you're continuing in that same activity. <clears throat> so working on change, and no one is perfect and no one expects anyone to be perfect, but the idea is continuous, continuously and intentionally working on improving yourself is an element of self-forgiveness. <clears throat> Someone else working on themselves is not an element of you forgiving them. They can be doing whatever they want. But if you're going to forgive yourself and have it feel right, 
and truly unburden you, then you need to be working on yourself to no longer do the things you did or be the person you were. All right, so today, episode 650, I, I want to do talk about new perspectives. And in order to do that, I need to tell a little story. <clears throat> I've told this story on other episodes before, but because there's 650 of these, and I don't know how many you've heard, I'm going to tell it again. I uh, used to have season passes to a resort in Banff, Alberta called Sunshine. And it is, uh, it's one of the places in the world that gets the most natural snowfall. The skiing season is the long, longest, one of the longest of any resort in the world, and it's beautiful. All kinds of runs, and it's a spectacular resort. So anyway, I had season passes there, and <clears throat> on the lodge, from the lodge, there's lifts that go in different directions. And on one lift, if you go up this side, and, and you look out of the, you go up to the ward, the left peak, and you look out of the right side of the lift, you see the valley as you go up toward the mountain. <laughs> and that is a beautiful valley, and you can see the lodge on your right and everything, and that's fine. Now, and so it's, you go all the way up, and it's a long lift, and you can see this beautiful valley, and it looks the way that it looks. There's another lift that is kind of on the other side of the lodge, and if you go up that lift, the valley, the same valley is on the left side. And the lodge isn't really there. It's kind of behind you a little bit. But you can see the same valley from the left side of the lift. Now, that's the same valley, and you're looking at it from two different perspectives. And that's the key here. New perspectives is one of the benefits and blessings of forgiveness, whether you're forgiving others or forgiving yourself. And why this mattered was a story about how I was working on with my depression and joy. My wife was helping me, and, and this vision was really powerful. So what you discover with these two vistas is that the valley looks different from the two sides, even though it's the very same valley. Now, one day, here's why this story is important. <clears throat> one day, Joy and I were having a conversation, and a hallmark of my depression is that I felt attacked all the time, emotionally attacked. Everything was my fault, and I was bad, and I always lived in that. I'm always being attacked because I'm always wrong, wrong, wrong. I'm always wrong. Everything I do is wrong. I used to feel that way, viscerally. It was in my stomach, and it felt like someone was sanding my eyeballs. So Joy and I called it the sandpaper feeling. But anyway... One day she said something to me. I felt attacked, and I said to her, why are you attacking me? And she said, well, I'm not. <clears throat> I just meant this. And, and I was frustrated, and I said, you know, any third party that listened to you talk and say those words to me would have felt you were attacking me. I mean, there's no other way to interpret that. What else could it mean? And she uh, had the wisdom to just say, well, I didn't mean that. And so I went and sat down, and this is during the months, years, the first several years of our relationship where I was actively working on the, the decades of depression that I'd struggled with. So I went and sat, and I took the emotion out of the words, and I said, okay, instead of what else could it mean, I said, well, okay, what else could it mean? Oh, what else could it mean? And then I thought about her words, the words that she'd actually said, and I took my drama out of them and just listened to the words and thought, hmm, 
can mean a lot of other things. And then this picture of the ski hill came in my mind right at that moment. <clears throat> and what uh, came to me in a very visceral, powerful, spiritual way, and this is how a lot of these forgiveness things come, it is a spiritual or energetic exercise. I saw these two mountains and this valley in the middle and everything else, and the phrase came to me, there is another mountaintop. And it came so powerfully that I had to sit down. My, my bones lost power. I was quivering with the energy of the revelation. <clears throat> and what I meant by there is another mountaintop is my way of looking something, looking at something isn't the only way. There is another way that's just as right, just as legitimate, and everything else. And so when I applied it to the conversation, she and I had this whole framework of me being responsible and everyone was attacking me, all crumbled down and literally decades of hurt evaporated. Decades of hurt evaporated as I sat there and felt this whole framework of self-loathing and my fault and attacking crumble. Now, I share that story because I want you to understand it doesn't take forever for the benefits of this forgiveness choice to penetrate your life at every level. In just a few minutes, I felt viscerally, it was actually an experience in my body, in my stomach, decades of of depression, of self-loathing, of negativity crumble away because I realized there is another mountaintop. In other words, another way to see this valley that's true, that's legitimate and right. Now let's apply that to forgiveness. Whether you are angry at someone who hurt you or hating yourself because you hurt others, which You know, I had about one-third, two-thirds, two-thirds hating myself, and that drove me to deeper depression and drugs and all the rest because I hated myself and had to prove that I was bad. And that led me to allow abuse to continue, those that hated me to continue to hate me, to continue to admit everything was my fault and the whole world now and forever would be rotten because of me in the past, and there was nothing that could ever improve or change that. And I realized, and Joy would always say, it's not true, you have changed, da-da-da, it's on them now, it's on them now. And this is like I said yesterday, you got to keep going. And so this crumbling of, of this framework, of this old framework and old story allowed me to drop my willingness to be abused, drop my willingness to accept self-loathing, and lean into the truth that it is never too late to serve. It is never too late to change. It is never too late to discover, develop, and access your divine gifts. It's never too late. And when that crumbled away, I, I began to see many things, conversations that I'd had with myself, conversations I'd had with those that I'd hurt, Uh, some of my kids and even exes and stuff that I had interpreted a certain way that had added mountains to my self-loathing and inability to forgive myself crumble away because the truth was I had changed dramatically, completely, and over an extended period of years. So I was no longer that person. And someone else's unwillingness to accept that change is not mine to fix. Someone else's choice that, okay, I don't believe you've changed, or even if I do, I don't care, I don't want a relationship, 
that is their choice and I don't need, I don't, I'm not required to allow myself to be burdened by that. That is a choice that they make. And the beautiful thing about the connection with the divine that I talked about yesterday, how that's permanent and solid and real and never changes, is then and only then was I able to be open to the pure and certain knowledge that there would come a day when those that were rejecting my changes and who and the love that I was extending and everything, those that were rejecting that would come in a day to feel their own desire for wholeness and completeness and to let go of the scapegoating and to let go of the negativity, to let go of the need to have a, a cause and a hate source because they would want that same peace in their own lives. And so not only did it let me go, of, I let go of self-loathing, I also let go of any fear that there wouldn't be a beautiful day of reconciliation and peace and forgiveness because there will be and I know it. But that only came when I understood the truth. There is another view. There is another mountain. There is another way to look at this. So the key piece of today's learning is simple. There's always a choice. There are many ways to understand a situation. No matter what has happened, it is a opportunity. It is an opportunity to learn, to grow. If you've done something wrong, you can learn, you can grow, and you can change. We all are divine beings, and we all are affected by the yearning for unity. For me, I was resistant to that for a long time because I needed to live in self-loathing because of my beliefs. Over time and through the patience of, and invitations of the divine, I was able to change that. Nobody else did anything. It was the patience of the divine, joy coming into my life. All those things, I allowed them to change me, to change who I was being in love and forgiveness, and then extend complete and total forgiveness to everything that, to those that had abused me, to forgive them completely and allow them to be on their own spiritual journey and to forgive myself, which for me was a hundred times harder, for everything that I had done wrong and no longer accept something I used to accept as truth, but it wasn't, and that is that I am the ongoing and permanent cause and responsible for misery that they have. I'm not. Neither are you. You can forgive yourself here now. There is a learning you can have from whatever you've done and whatever's happened. Learn it, internalize it, change yourself, be the divine, beautiful, divine creature that you are and demonstrate it by how you choose to show up every day. Add good to the world. Be that loving, intentional, kind person. Create beauty, create love. Extend forgiveness, including to yourself. It's one of the reasons with my new glasses that one of the statements in my personal truth and commitment, my PTAC is, I am forgiveness. I hold no angerness. Angerness, that's not a word. I hold no anger, bitterness, or judgment toward anyone for anything, including myself. That is true. It is true now and true forever. It is consistent with love and forgiveness, the two most powerful words in the universe. And, and also a key to 
creating your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet